Welcome everyone to the program today. I'm really excited about this new format and about this new series. We're gonna be talking about one of my favorite topics, strategic living. Specifically, I wanna talk to you about how to design and build the life that you want with the tools and the assets you already have. How do you put it together frame by frame and how do you build that life on a very solid, meaningful foundation? Now, I I believe with all of my heart that as we dive into this, you're going to see that all of us, no matter where we are in our life, we have more work to do. In fact, some of us may have to go back a ways and do a little bit of remodeling, do a little bit of uh, resetting some things based on proper foundations. Don't be afraid of that work. Don't be afraid of that process. Whatever it takes, let's go back and let's build on this framework. It's a framework for building a life of significance and building a life of impact. Most people live their lives on what I like to call autopilot. They've gotten into their routine, they've gotten gotten into their their mode of operation, and without really doing a whole lot of thinking about it, they get up every day and do the same thing over and over and over again. And the challenge with that, or the problem with that is, is that if we do the same thing over and over and over again, it will continue to produce the same result over and over and over again. So what we want to talk about in this series is how to put cornerstones in the foundation of life and really reset some things so you can begin to build strategically and intentionally as you move forward in life. And the key word there is forward, it's progress, it's growth, it's development. Most people, this is kind of their plan. Okay, I'm gonna graduate high school and then I'm gonna go to college. And I'm gonna get a degree. I'm gonna get that little framed piece of paper that I paid $200,000 for. I'm gonna graduate with $500,000 in debt. I'm I'm being exaggerative here. And I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get a good job. And I'm gonna work and provide for my family. And by gosh, I'm gonna be happy. That's a horrible plan. In fact, I don't know one person, I really don't know one person where that plan has paid the dividends and paid off the way they thought it probably would. Maybe, maybe doctors, maybe nurses, professionals that have to get a degree, but the, the truth is, that's it, really no plan at all. Uh, that's just you following along with the crowd and doing what everybody has told you you had to do. It's not a plan. That's not living strategically. It's really what everybody else is doing. And I know in my generation and in my children's generation, that's been what's expected of them. But I'm going to challenge you today to think a little outside the box. People that do that wind up unhappy. They wind up typically not financially set or prosperous. They wind up in a job they don't necessarily enjoy, and they wind up doing things that, at the end of the day, don't fulfill in them the purpose for which they were created. They, they, don't, feel, they don't feel satisfied with the work they're doing because it's not really making the diff- difference that they were designed to make. They never experience the joy or the satisfaction of of uh, finding, fostering, forging, and finishing the thing, the one thing for which they were designed. I, I tell you, I think about this, and I've got 
a mom who's in her 80s. I've got in-laws who are in their 70s. And I know a lot of other of, of our friends are either losing their parents or they are getting very aged and very needy, physically speaking. And I, I look at that generation that's dying off and I think to myself, how many people are going to their graves having never fulfilled the potential that God put in them when He designed them? How many people finish their days? In fact, I was talking to my mom just the other day and she told me something that I've never heard her say before. She goes, yeah, I wanted to go to college and I wanted to be a nurse. But I never pursued that. I wanted to just nurse people and love people and, and nurture people and take care of people, which she did that informally all of her life as far as I know. But she didn't do it in the profession she had a desire to go into because she dismissed that for some, whatever the reasons were. The point is how many people go to their grave not having fulfilled the purpose and the design for which God put them here? It's just too many people, and I don't want you to be one of those. Most people spend their days making a living, not making a life, not leaving a legacy. In this video series, over the next several weeks, I want to challenge you to reject the status quo. I want to challenge you to, to choose a full and a prosperous path. I'm going to share with you what it looks like to use our framework and build a life and do so with intent and with strategic thinking. That's where we want to go. Well, let's begin with what does it mean to live strategically? What does that even mean? Well, to begin with, it means to live life intentionally, on purpose. Uh, it means to think about and plan for and do the things in a sequence that you believe God has designed you to do. It's, it's doing it on purpose, not doing it by default. In short, uh, it means to live your life having discovered the unique ability, the unique thing, the unique people groups you're designed to touch and working in that field and doing so with great effectiveness and great power. It means engaging in the intentional process of growing, becoming, and actively pursuing the very best life that is available to you. That's different for all of us, but it's about being mindful and being intentional about, I will have the life that God intended for me, no matter what it takes. Well, how does it apply to you and me? How does it actually, where do we, where do we place this on the scale of application? Well, let's look at relationships. I believe you should be intentional about the relationships that you have. I believe you should be a very intentional about the life partner or spouse you're going to spend your life with. And when you're married, you should be very intentional about the nurturing and the, the stewardship of that relationship. But yet think about this, and this is true of me, same things happen in my world. I've been married for nearly 30 years now and we have to work on this like consciously because we get up every day and we're going our different directions. We're doing the things that we're we're supposed to be doing, and yet we have to be intentional about having time together and saying, I love you, and I believe in you, and I care for you, and did you have a good day today? We have to think about that, or it, the day goes by and we haven't done what we need to do. Does that make sense? It's being intentional about relationships and about marriage. You've got to be intentional about your family. Uh, I was, I'm mentoring a, an individual right now, and you know, he was saying to me, you know, I've, I've selected and, and chosen in my life that I'm going to take as much of Friday off as I can, all day Saturday, and all day. I'm not going to work on the weekends because I want to spend that time with my kids. 
They need quality time with their dad. They need me to be present, be close. And I said, dude, you will never regret making that choice, that decision. That's an intentional decision. And then the, he's exercising discipline every week to say no to things so he can be intentional about his family time. Powerful. You have to be intentional about your career, about the job you do, about where you earn money and where you serve other people. Business endeavors, if you're in business for yourself, I promise you, if you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, you're going to learn pretty quick what it looks like to be intentional. Otherwise, the thing will take over you and you will be ruined. You have to be intentional about stewarding and growing your business. Intentional about finances and wealth generation. If you don't take care of your money, your money's not going to take care of you in the end. And so it takes intentionality. It takes strategic living to to really make a difference in your world long term. I also believe we have to be intentional about leadership. I have to be aware there are people who are watching me, who are modeling my behaviors. There are people who are looking to me as an example. So I have to be intentional about the choices I make, the words I speak, the, the things I choose to do or not do. I have to think about those things and not just live haphazardly, but think about the actions I take, the words that I say, how are those going to impact other people? That's intentional leadership. Your success, your fulfillment, your joy in life is not a matter of chance or accident. Good things aren't just going to happen. And by the way, I believe in the favor of God. I believe in the blessing of God. I believe God helps those who help themselves. But here's the key. Uh, It is intentionality and it is goal setting and it is discipline and structure that usually winds, and hard work, that usually winds up producing great results for you. It takes strategic living. It takes strategic thinking and intentionality to see good things happen in your life. Let me share with you right now a high-level overview of the concept we're going to be unpacking over the next several weeks. I call it the four cornerstones for strategic living. This is a concept that I coined, gosh, numbers of years ago. So much of what I do in my companies is built around this because I believe that we have to be strategic, we have to be intentional, and there is a way to build a foundation for your life that pays dividends in every compartment, be it your marriage, your family, your relationships, your friends, your money, all of those, your businesses, all those things. Here's what it looks like. I'm going to give you a quick overview. These are foundational elements required for every man and every woman if they intend to build a successful life. I call them cornerstones because if you think about the pyramids of Giza uh, or any major structure uh, that's built of stone or, or mortar, you will see that there is always a cornerstone. It is the plumb line. It is the you set that stone and it becomes the measuring stick and the alignment mode for everything else that's done, the remainder of the building project. And in our case, we have four cornerstones. They are as follows. Number one, personal healing. I'm going to talk deep about this next week, but personal healing. You cannot skip this step. You skip personal healing and you bring unreconciled, unresolved things into your, your business or into your marriage or into your relationships And I promise you, at some point, those unreconciled, unresolved things are going to pop their head up and they're going to limit your ability to succeed in that area you're focusing on. Personal healing is the first, and in my mind, the primary cornerstone. Number two is personal discovery. This is where we actually, we, we, 
intentionally search and seek and do reconnaissance and consider the possibilities that exist based on our personality, based on our desires and our likes, based on our our natural talents and gifts and abilities. All these things uh, are indicators. They're a part of a matrix that point to the arena in which we're going to have the greatest success, the greatest impact, and have the most effectiveness as it relates to our work in life. Personal discovery. Who am I? Why am I here? The next cornerstone is personal development. It's really what this website's about. It's really what this podcast is about. It's what all the work that I do is about, about providing opportunities for individuals just like you, leaders, influencers, to continue in their journey of growing, of developing, taking on new skills, new knowledge, new understanding, new wisdom, all those types of things so that we can become a greater expression of what we have the potential of being. People around you that you're called to serve need you to continue to grow. Remember what I said last week, living things grow, growing things change. It is imperative that you're growing. The only way to grow your mind, your spirit, your internal capacity is to be a learner, to be constantly developing your skill sets and growing in your competencies. So personal development is a big, big deal. The fourth cornerstone then is personal deployment. I use the word deployment there because uh, it, it really it fits. It, it's a military term. It talks about, okay, you've been trained, you've been developed, you've been put together for a specific task. Now we're going to send you into the fray, into the marketplace, into the classroom, into wherever it is that you're called to serve, and we're going to deploy you into the arena for which you are qualified to make a difference. It is deployment. It's a military term. Our military guys, they train, they do specialty training, and then at some point they get orders to deploy to a particular field where they can apply their knowledge, their skills, their ability, and make a huge difference. Personal deployment. So here they are again, personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, personal deployment. Over the next few sessions, we're going to dive deep in these. Uh, we're going to really unpack each of them one by one so you can learn how to construct around this framework a life that is so powerful, that is so meaningful, that makes such a big difference to those that you're called to serve. I look forward to exploring these with you. Again, next week, be here. We're going to be talking about personal healing. Mm-hmm.